0: charbria shine and welcome back to max out girl man i have a special guest with me today because today is our anniversary (laughs) hey babe hello Today, we have my husband, Louis Shine. So, today is our anniversary. It is our second year. We're still newlyweds. Woo! Woo All right. So, we just wanted to get on here today and kind of share with you guys just some things that we learned in our short time of being married, even though it's so weird, babe, because it feels like it's been like five years already. Mm -hmm. We've been through it, y'all. Listen. We've been through so many transitions within these two years, like literally almost every month, a new transition as far as moving different places, changing jobs, I mean, so many different things, changing perspective, changing goals, I mean, for real. So we just want to share with you some things that we've learned. Maybe you're single and you want to get married. Maybe you're single, you're not sure you want to be married. Maybe you're newlywed, or maybe you're like, I'm married, but I just need a refresher, okay? So we kind of just want to share some things that we learned, share some, probably some funny stuff, (laughs) and just share some tips. So babe, let's start with you. What are some things that you learned or just something, you know, in our relationship or just being married that you want to discuss or that, you know, some insights?
1: Well, first thing that comes to mind is get your money right. <laughs> I know that's right. Get <laughs> because, your money right. Because money is
0: Cuz I'm expensive, y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because money money is is a is a it's almost like a deal breaker when you get into marriage. You know, you always hear the statistic of what causes divorce yeah. and things like that. Well, money can bring a lot of pressure into a relationship, especially if it's not right. Yeah. Um, Because getting married and being married is expensive. Meaning, it can be, yeah. Meaning not the dollar amount in terms of, ooh, it's going to cost millions of dollars, that kind of thing. What I mean is that all decisions, you know a lot of things surround money. Yeah. Where you going to live? Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of phone plan you're on? <laughs> you know, what kind of car you drive? If you're going to downsize the one, or can you still handle the two now that both of you guys are in a marriage together? And then here's the other reality. When you get married, it's your stuff and that person's stuff coming into a marriage together. So if that person is deep in debt and you accept that person... It's beautiful in the beginning, but when you get into the marriage, that that is your debt now. So it affects your lifestyle. So something that you've been used to doing, you can't do no more. You have to uh, consolidate everything into one. It's not two people now. It's one whole unit. And you have to govern your life based on the decisions of the other person. And they got to do the same thing for you. So your lifestyle may change. So those are things... Those financial things, you need to look at you and you need to look at the other person and what they're doing and their their relationship with money and make sure that you're saying I do to that too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Man, that's so good. That's so true. Um, I would say for sure he's right because when I was single, there was a time for me, it's just like living my best life right i'm just shopping i'm just i'm going places i'm doing stuff i'm not really counting up the cost of everything and it wasn't always like that but it was a season where it was like that and i think it's so important to save money and when you save money spend it wisely because it's so easy to blow through money it depends if you are in a relationship where one person's a spender and one person's a saver or both people like to save or both people are spenders and that's probably a little dangerous as well right but I would say you know I was a spender for sure I'm still a spender and I would say it's so important to just save money and prioritize. And then when you do save money, not be so quick to spend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, you know, consult your spouse and really talk those things out. And I just think just that oneness coming together can be a challenge. But um, we didn't come into it blindly. Thank God we had great leaders before us, great counseling. So we were aware of this. But it's nothing like being in it, y'all. It's nothing like being in it and being like, okay, we got some debt we have to handle. Or, okay, we spent a lot of money on our wedding or, oh, okay, like now, like he said, there are certain decisions that we have to make based on those decisions. And it's so good to think about that if you're single now, like, okay, let me save money. You know, let me learn how to manage my bank account. Let me learn how to, you know, um, open up an IRA um, or, you know, those types of things. And so it's so many important things. And you might be a person that's like, I got my money down. I'm you know, I got savings. I got all this, I got all that, you know, I, I don't have credit cards. i pay cash, whatever it might be. But then you might meet a person that's like, well, I like to spend, or I have a little bit of debt and I use credit cards. So I would say being on that same page. And like he said, asking yourself, you know, am I saying I do to this? And if you're saying I do to them, you are saying I do to that. And it definitely depends on you know after you say I do to that if you are going to you know be okay in that relationship so yeah that's why it's just so important to kind of know what you're getting into have those talks about money um how you view money um and just your goals for the future talk about your debt everybody needs to know how much debt they have because you're taking like you say you're taking that on yourself so you want to know um and how people handle their money are they gonna Are you gonna have joint bank accounts separate bank accounts we have joint bank accounts. That's what we're taught in our church. That's what um forces us really to become part of one. Like that. That's one part because when you you know how we all about our money, we don't play. It's like when you combine that money. That that's a different type of thing, right? So for us, that's the route that we chose. Um, but people are different. Everybody chooses different. But yeah, definitely, I think that's some good advice. So, anything yeah. else?
1: Yeah, because you know when you get married, it's. Yeah, you want somebody that's beautiful. Yeah, you want somebody you wanna be booed up, all this kind of stuff. But that's like a piece of marriage. Like
0: that's a real small
1: (laughs) beginning. The union part is 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 a great deal too. And you're joining everything. Like if you wanna if you wanna stay single and you know, or a better way to say it is if you just want your stuff to yourself. and And you want to do it how you want to do it, it. you know, and all that, it might be better for you to stay single. But if you're ready to be in that place with someone because you want to do life with them, that encompasses a whole lot of stuff. I mean, we're talking about finances, financial decisions, where you want to live. I mean, some one person might want to live somewhere where it's hot. Other person want to live somewhere it's cold. Those kind of things. So, you know, when you're considering somebody and dating, that's why this is so important to get to know somebody because the wrong time to to cross those bridges is when you get married. And now you got to talk about all the stuff that you don't agree on or don't want to do the same way. And that's like a bad place to be in. So, you know, it's really important, you know, with us, we, we asked a lot of those questions, you know, we went through marriage counseling, which marriage counseling, that sometimes can break people apart because they find out that they don't agree with life and how to do life. And so it's not a good reason to do it together. So, you know, those are the things you got to uh, think about. And especially the thing with the money, mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's a huge deal. That's
0: a deal breaker. You know,
1: you do some, one person might want to do debt. Some other person don't believe in it. Um, wedding, how we're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, Are you going to put on a credit card, which is a bad way to do it? Or are you going to save for it? Yeah. Um, And then I know this this audience is women, but you got to think about right now, like, yeah, you want this marriage. If you want marriage and you want it to be great, you want to go places um, with this person in terms of like in life, you know, not like California or something in life. You got to say, you know what? I want that right now. So let me go ahead and go through a season of sacrifice. I ain't going to get every dress I see, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to charge the charge up the world and buy, just go wrap it. Like you might want to start preparing for where you want to be. And I'm telling you, like, I know (laughs) when you get to marriage, if you got a nest egg of finances up there in marriage is where you're going to want to buy those dresses, and look nice for your your spouse, and be able to go places and go out. So, like, I'm not saying not do it now because you might be balling, you might be in the millions, you know.
0: And you it, definitely gotta treat yourself, ladies. So yeah, yeah. but use from, wisdom. My,
1: yeah, my experience is like, okay, use wisdom. Let's not spin it all up, and right. then let's let's put some back for for marriage, right? You know. And I get it. The, you, you know, a lot of people say, hey, the man's supposed to take care of the woman. I get that.
0: But we want to have a little something for ourselves, ladies.
1: <laughs> and according to you, based on your vision, you might want to have something for each other. Right. I mean, the and,
0: and so let's talk about marriage. So like, he's right. Like, for example, when we got married... Even though the perspective is, you know, for some people, the perspective is like the man should come with it, you know. But for me, there were some things when we were engaged that I'm not asking him to buy because I want to buy it. Right. So like lingerie or a gift wedding gift for him or a cute little dress for honeymoon, those types of little things. Like I'm not going to him for those things. So I I needed to have a little nest egg of my own because there were certain things for the wedding and after the wedding that I just wanted. And it might be like that. And so it's okay to have your own money. I, I encourage you you know, to save up and not just wait for a man to come and rescue you, because what if that don't happen? What if your husband is a student, and you know, he's on his way to greatness, but right now he ain't got a nest egg of a million dollars, right? And so it's so important that we both be financially um, responsible, and that you don't put that, all that pressure on another person. And for me, I'm gonna be honest, like, in my singleness, I obviously because i was single I had to take care of all my bills had to you know be on top of everything making sure everything's paid on time and i was good at that so i will confess and say that when i got married i kind of just dumped it all on my husband because it, i'm like finally i'm married <laughs> i ain't got to deal with all this i got a man like he can handle all the finances i don't even want I, I don't even got to know what's happening just i look at the bank account when i need something or want to order something to see if it's there but i'm realizing now that sometimes that could be a lot of pressure if you throw it all on one party. So I'm really trying to do better at now, at least, you know, knowing what's there, knowing what's due and stuff like that. And I realize just learning that for me, I don't want to put all that pressure on my husband. So he is the one that, you know, makes sure all the bills get paid. But if I could be honest, I'm more than capable. I handled it well in my singleness. So just, um, you know, in marriage, seeing who's better at it. And you might be both good at it. And maybe for a season it's on him and then you switch to give him a break. Or you might be like, I'm terrible at it, like, but my husband's good and it's okay. I think I'm learning like, or I've learned in our marriage, like it's okay to like lean on people's strengths um And what you're best at, what you're good at, but also support each other. Cause I noticed that each person can get overwhelmed. For example, we're vegan. And so I have to, I cook a lot, you know, cause where I live is not a lot of vegan options. So I just cook a lot. But it was fine before a season. I started to feel a little overwhelmed, a little tired, and my husband stepped in and started to help me. So just supporting each other in that way. Or he makes sure that I have a clean kitchen before I cook because he knows I get so frustrated when I know I have a lot of meal prep to do, a lot of cooking to do, and like the dishes are there. So just supporting each other, having each other's backs. And it's okay when you fail. Some days it's like, oh shoot, I didn't get to it in time. But just having that grace and mercy for each other. And I think we're always going to be learning and growing how to do better, Uh, how to have more grace and mercy and not out of our frustration taking things out on each other so that's good babe that's some things that i would say um supporting each other um i would say it's okay to shift meaning make some changes in your relationship but also man what i've learned and i'm and i think it's so important is marriage maintenance I think we have something called Marriage Monday, and we we always, whether we're reading a pod, or reading a blog, or a podcast, or a message, or a leadership conference about not leadership, I'm sorry, a marriage conference about marriage and relationships. On Mondays, we always sew into our marriage because we, our marriage counseling and preparation beforehand was so great. But I think what people do is they forget to invest in their marriage while they're married. <laughs> you do it before, but just I always say like a car, like. You have to keep up the maintenance of your car it's going to break down. And that's the same with any relationship, any marriage. And so I'm really big about that. And I know we're going to do it even more as things are opening back up to actually go to physical like events and conferences because you have to sow into your marriage. And that's something that. Um, we knew before marriage, but sometimes with busy schedules, it just gets overlooked. And that's the most important thing. Like my most important calling is a child of God, but also a wife to my husband. And that's very important um, to keep that first before I'm an entrepreneur, before I'm a speaker, before I'm an author, before I'm a playwright and an actress, singer, I have to know that I'm a wife, right? And so, or, and he's a husband. And so that that's so important to keep that in the forefront of your mind that your family comes first.
1: It definitely does. And you don't have to wait until you're married to start sowing into your marriage. You know, uh, a lot of times you might have people that's like out there just boohooing Where my husband. At, my, you know, where my man and God, you know, Lord, where my, where my rib at?
0: <laughs> oh, Lord, the rib.
1: Hello. You know, but here's the thing. By faith, go ahead and believe that God is crossing your paths with that person and begin to sow into your marriage. Go to some marriage conferences.
0: Read some books.
1: Read some books. Listen to some messages, you know. Start praying for your husband.
0: Yes, he gonna you, need it, y'all. You
1: <laughs> <know>? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he gonna like, need it. <laughs> it's true. She's right. She's laughing, but she right. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> so start praying for him. God know who he is. So he God will hear your prayers. And he'll allocate it to the right person. Because he know who you gonna be with for you know. Right. So, and the person is on the planet. They somewhere. Mm-hmm. So pray for that person. Prepare yourself. Get some get some stuff on how to become a wife. It's books and things out there. And, and so that when your husband meets you, you're a wife. Yeah. Because you prepared to become you're you're prepared to become one, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of those things are and here's the thing, you'll never be completely prepared because mm-hmm. there's gonna be things that you just don't know until you get in it. Right. But you could prepare the best possible way so that yeah. you can at least have some ammo um, and, and, and some wisdom so that when you come into it, you're like, oh, I, I, I've studied up on that. I've I've, I've grown in that area because I've been around married couples or I've right. went to, you know, I've asked some questions. I read some books. I to some marriage conferences. Yeah. You know, that is a premium, y'all. That that is something that should not be shortchanged at all. Always say preparation time is never wasted time because you will see, I know for me, I didn't prepare for everything. And when I got into marriage, I was like, you know what? I could have pressed in a little bit in that area right there because, oh, Lord, it's trying to wear me out right now. Mm -hmm. So prepare yourself. And and there's a few ways you can prepare yourself. Some areas, finances, which we talked about, communication, that is another one. Communication. So,
0: is this stuff you've learned from our marriage, or yes? Okay. Yes. I'm asking, ladies. Look, check probably, up, um, see I'm if like, he's are, spending knowledge are from you knowledge surprised, of Sean? <laughs> <laughs> So, so let me say this, ladies. Um. Oh, go ahead, babe. <laughs> nah. Look, I don't cut them off, ladies. <laughs> look, marriage one on one. Don't cut your husband off. <laughs>
1: hey, look, that, that's why I come back to communication. Yeah. Communication thing is. You might be used to cutting people off, but like, have sometimes I'll be honest in marriage, and this is what I've experienced, sweetheart. So I'll share this with you. Tell
0: the ladies.
1: (laughs) You have to learn how to communicate. True. Because a big piece of communication is let the other person get their thoughts out. Yeah. In marriage, is challenging sometimes because you do get into some back back and forth things. And then you got a whole nother person over here that has had a different upbringing, Mm -hmm. has uh, maybe in a different environment, that's learned a whole different uh, set of life skills, like or didn't learn certain things. Mm -hmm. And so now you got to mesh with that person. So that person may not be comfortable with loud conversations, but the other person may have been around that environment in their family. And that's normal.
0: Yeah. The
1: other person, it might it might be too much for him. It's just stuff like that. There's a lot of things in communication. Yeah. Um listening to the other person, let them get their thought across. Um, really listening and not thinking about your next thought to the point where you ain't even hear what they're saying. Yeah. You know, just those kind of things will take you a long way. Trust me.
0: Yeah, I mean that's absolutely right. So for me, I do cut people off, not everybody, but like my husband for sure. So that's something for me that I'm constantly working on, because I, I like to talk, um, <laughs> as you guys know. <laughs> so it's not even me trying to be rude. I get into it, ladies. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You get into it, and then you thinking, they talking, you got to say something. You ready to jump in? It's like, okay. It's so funny. My husband laughing at me, but sometimes he'd be annoyed, but he'd be cracking up, because I'll answer him, and it'll be the wrong answer, because I don't even really know fully what he's saying, because I cut him off with an answer. He's like, babe, No. That ain't even what I'm saying. I ain't what I'm asking. And he did it to me today and I cracked up because I was like, oh, shoot, I'm rubbing off on you. Now you don't cut me off. So you definitely want to work on it because you don't want it to become a bad habit. And then the other person feels like you're not caring about what they're saying. And that's, that's not my heart, obviously, but it's just a discipline to learn to let people finish their complete thoughts. And for me to slow down because I care, but my mind's moving so fast, ladies. I know some of y'all can attest, but I have to slow myself down. So good thinking, babe. Thanks for sharing. I think another thing for me in marriages, um, have expectations and standards. You guys know I'm the queen of not lowering, lowering your standards, not settling for less. However, don't allow your expectations to ruin your marriage. And what I mean by that is, you know, we can have these high expectations. And again, we're not talking about non-negotiables that's on your list obviously you know if you've married this person they've checked off the non-negotiables on your list you know the very 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 important things that are you know an indicator that this is the right person for you but i'm talking about for example i'll use our marriage for example um when we were dating when we were in our courtship my husband spoiled me like crazy hmm <laughs> and so you know it was constant travel you know gifts I mean everything just spoiled me constantly getting my makeup done always getting my nails and toes done you know going out going out going out and so it was so much excitement so fast-paced so just you know I loved it right and so when we got married it was still like that when we first got married but then after like what six months COVID hit mm-hmm. yeah after six months of us being married COVID hit and even right before COVID my husband was just honest. It's like, we got to slow down on spending so much money because we were blowing through a lot of it. And it was because, you know how you be in that honeymoon stage? You be like, yes, we're going here, we going there. Boom, boom, bam, bam. Like, I'm just everywhere, right? Because I just want to enjoy that honeymoon stage. And then when things slow completely down and we weren't able to do all of those things, my expectation for marriage in that, um what we call it, like the honeymoon stage, <laughs> it's like, we always doing stuff. We always, that we always, and for, that, for me, that meant spending money. You know, like we we're always doing something. And so I had to really not allow those expectations to put a damper on what I felt our marriage was. And sometimes we can have unrealistic expectations and not realize that or put your marriage on a timeframe of we have to accomplish this by that time, or we got to do that by that time. And you're not being realistic and you have an amazing marriage or amazing husband, but yet you're putting unrealistic expectations on him and on yourself and on your marriage. And because of that, you know, that can really uh, give you a negative mindset. That's not of God. That's not even true. You created it because you've created this unrealistic expectation. And even if it's a realistic expectation, realize that your husband is human as you are and you both have areas that you need to grow, you need to learn, but you have to also remember the marriage that you have today will not be the marriage you'll have in three years, five years, 10 years. If you're growing, and I suggest, as we talked about marriage maintenance You're gonna learn each other. You're gonna grow. You're gonna get the information and the tools you need to become a better wife and your husband to be a better husband. And my husband always tells me this, give us grace, like give yourself grace. Because sometimes I'm not even kind to myself because I could be an overachiever. And it's like, girl, you got married just today. You ain't gonna know everything. Like your husband ain't gonna know everything. Like you literally just got married this is our second year anniversary and most of it was during COVID. so it's like girl you definitely get a pass right like give yourself some grace and so in our marriage babe i would say i learned that because i was hard on myself and i think at times i was hard on you Mm -hmm. you may have not always known it but like mentally i was just like man you know and sometimes you did because we we we're very transparent and we talk about a lot of stuff but i just feel like now i feel so settled and like okay we're, we're good like we have an amazing marriage and and all those you know unrealistic expectations you know that's something that I created that's not of God and right where we are is where we need to be and I and I feel like just ladies when you're in these relationships when you're in a marriage giving both you and your husband just grace room to grow and it's okay like it is okay you know maybe you're not where you want to be financially yet but it doesn't mean you're not going to be there. Maybe, you know, you want to learn something. You, maybe something simple is like me. Stop cutting your husband off. Like, okay, work on it, but don't, you know, condemn yourself. Don't, you know, stand up place of shame maybe it's from a sexual perspective maybe you're like i don't know like how to be this vixen right whatever like learn grow whatever it might be that that you know you're dealing with in your marriage just know that there is an answer there's a solution you can pray about it seek wise godly counsel about it there's wise godly books about whatever situation it is and and that's what i've learned like it's like anything you have to educate yourself Um, Me and my husband have an amazing marriage. Uh, We just started. We have a long journey ahead of us. We have to educate ourselves because, as people say, things are only going to get better or worse. So you have to. You don't want it to be stagnant. You have to continue to educate yourself. And my husband's helping me with that because we've been reading a lot, doing a lot of stuff. And so education, and I don't mean necessarily going back to school, but just reading, podcasts, getting a mentor, just you know constantly pouring into your marriage and it's fun like it could be so fun because you're in a relationship with somebody you love and you can intentionally have fun make it fun have your date nights have your marriage mondays go to marriage conferences and make it a vacation and go to somewhere tropical like it's a fun thing you could make it such a fun thing so what about you babe no that was was awesome babe oh shoot i'm showing out (laughs) i'll show it out i mean i'm shining no pun intended shine that's Mm -hmm. good but you know
1: importantly uh, the the thing that for me i would say too is is look for somebody that you can build with because there's probably nobody on the planet that is right where they want to be right and if they are they probably have some goals they're aspiring to get to so god made us to be builders where we're always aspiring for greater you know for with him, you know, we go from glory to glory. So there's never a place where you're just going to stay for the rest of your life unless you just choose to. If you want something greater, there's always greater in him. Yeah. So you want to find somebody that wants to, wants to grow with you, you know, wants to build somebody that's a builder. So, and then, you know, for your ladies that's listening, you know, you want somebody that can pour into you. You know, that's for for me, that's something that I really wanted to be able to do, you know, because I, I love hard. And so I always told God, I said, Lord, I need somebody that has the capacity to receive my love. Like, because I love hard. Do I you got know? the
0: capacity, baby? I think so. <laughs> I think so. All right, Look, ladies, you know? he said, well, I think so. You better know, baby. I know, you know. I'm just messing with you. I know you do. He playing, y'all. But,
1: you know, sometimes people, they have a hard shell to where they can't be loved. Yeah. And no matter what, you know, I mean, we all probably heard, I know I've heard of relationships where, Heck, maybe even been in some um you wanna love somebody but they just because of what they might have been Shout through, me, baby.
0: Shout out me with the love. love. Look, ladies, I can take it.
1: <laughs> you know, so you wanna you know, I wanna love somebody and, Yeah. And sometimes I mean, i I seen guys get looked at as soft because they have a loving spirit, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a matter what you want, but you know, you want somebody that can love you, especially as a woman because you know, God made the man to be able to cover his wife and it says, love your wife, like Christ loved the church. And so you want to look for traits of that because if he can't do that, then you with the wrong person, yeah,
0: you know, yep. you,
1: you need somebody to cover you and love you. Like he lo- you know, like Christ loved the church. I yep. mean, that's just, that's a mandate to the man. We, we supposed to do that. There yeah. ain't no out card for that. Yeah. that. That's, that's supposed to happen. So, um, You know, so that's what I spent a lot of years, just premeditating those kind of things, because I knew I wanted to be pleasing to God in that, you know, when I met that person. So, you know, in a nutshell, preparation, uh, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of soul searching for yourself. And then also a lot of watching, like, you know, if you're, you're, you're intending to date somebody or whatever, like, what's the reason why? Does it fit what you're really looking for in the long run, or is it just, you just bored? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, you just have to get all those things together. And I can say that with me and my wife, you know, with us being of an older age, and it doesn't always have to be of an older age, but we were older. We knew what we wanted. We were setting our ways in terms of uh, just wanting somebody that was doing the things of God and wasn't playing. And, and that's why for us, it just really it was a quick process because we had a lot of those things down and we're able to convey and communicate those things to one another and the rest was history you know once we knew certain things it's like okay i already think i already know she's beautiful and we got a b c and d in order okay let's do this you know it's it's not Aww, even anything to think about
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so silly. But yeah, we just wanted to um, get on here and share, you know, about our, you know, our two years, like what we learned, and uh, we just kind of, we're just excited to share that. We love sharing, and we want to continue to share as we're moving forward, as we're learning, as we're growing. And you guys, some great nuggets, babe. Today, thank you for coming on my podcast. Um, do you have anything closing words? No, not long winded, baby. <laughs>
1: I just say uh max out girl.
0: Really, y'all? He gonna steal my tagline? <laughs> this <is> my show. <laughs> he's so funny so yeah ladies we just wanted to share with you guys it's our second year anniversary mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. we just wanted to give you some tips give you some strategies give you some insight on what we've learned thus far and that's about it so as you guys know you can follow him at Lewis Shine on all social media you can follow me at sharpria shine all social media at Max Out Girl everywhere as well uh, follow my podcast so you can get some inspiration, ladies, um, on Charbria Shine. And if you want some music, check out my music on Charbria Music on YouTube. So again, we have some things coming up for you, ladies. Single Woman Chronicles, the stage play. It's my first play that I'm directing and starring in, and it's going to be a blast. So whether you're single, married, it's complicated, grab your LBD, which is your little black dress, ladies, or your SWC t-shirt and come on out get your tickets it's october 23rd you could get tickets at slash swc the stage play okay october 23rd we want to see you there northwest indiana all right and also if you're in the fort wayne indiana area august 22nd our pretty and pink themed single woman empowerment events oh man three speakers Three different topics. We are going to just have an amazing time. Food's gonna be there. Baby, you wanna say anything?
1: It's almost sold out too. Oh so yeah, it is. Numbers,
0: well, please. it's almost sold out. Thanks for yeah, it actually yeah. is. So you wanna get your tickets? Oh, uh right. go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's this we got a certain amount of tickets and it's it's at that half mark.
0: Yeah. That- but it's like um gonna be amazing, ladies, because we're it's gonna be at a divine encounter cafe amazing food i'm excited to snack on some of that food um and so yeah it's just gonna be a great time and then we're going to have our indiana um actually Maryville, indiana november 6th we are going to have our single woman's empowerment part two Uh, so you're going to want to check that out and we'll give you more information about that in the coming week so we're just so excited the things that god's put on our heart to share with you guys so excited for the things to come we just hope that it's a blessing to you so as always we hope we said something today that inspired you encouraged you and elevated your thinking and always remember to max out girl this is sharp ria shine talk to you next time bye